Welcome to the Why Arts Podcast. I'm Jasmine Volante. On this show, we interview local artists from Frederick, Maryland who are making an impact in their craft, including artists who are involved with the YMCA Art Center. Together, we'll explore their stories, ambitions, and influences. As we highlight their experiences, you'll learn more about who they are and what's next for their careers. This podcast provides a place to find talented creators. We appreciate and thank you for listening. On today's episode, we interview Shelby Newsom, who is a writer and lead bookseller at Curious Iguana. She talks about her journey as a fiction writer and the curation of a writing community. We ask her about her process in writing, her upcoming work, and development as a writer, as well as what it's like to be a local bookseller. Hey there, my name is Jasmine Volante. I'm your host of the Why Arts Podcast. Today I'm here with Shelby Newsome. Welcome, Shelby. Thanks for coming. Hi, welcome. Thank you. Shelby, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, so uh, I am a writer and I'm a lead bookseller at Curious Iguana, a downtown's independent bookstore. Um, and I am born and raised in Frederick, live in Frederick, uh, very much Frederick-oriented. I feel you. I'm, like, raised definitely through the feeder system. Not born, though. You got that one on me. (laughs) How did you start writing? Yeah, so I feel like that was something, like, I always just, like, gravitated towards. Like, I was definitely that kid that had a journal, and I would just, like, fill like journal after journal like especially like in middle school and high school and it was just like a way to just like express my emotions um but then I got into like storytelling and you know all these you know as a creative yourself I'm sure you understand like you know there's just inspiration all around and like just like the ideas of creating something that's like outside of like you um so I did you know I would do stuff like um in middle school, I was really into like songwriting. I thought mm-hmm. thought I was going to be like a guitarist in a band mm-hmm. and live like that, like a tour life. Um, but you know, like could not actually play guitar that well, so that didn't really uh, pan out. But um, yeah, no. So then I just got into like writing like short stories um, and you know more like essays, journalism pieces as well. Um, but it didn't really come into like full fruition, I would say until my like late 20s, like Mm. when I really started taking everything seriously and realized like that it's something that I could pursue. What kind of pieces do you specialize in? You've mentioned storytelling. Are you like in fiction, historical, or um, what kind of things do you like to write? Yeah. So right now I'm really focusing on fiction. Um, I really, really enjoy flash fiction, which is a thousand words or less. So very, very brief moments that are happening. Um, But I just think there's something so magical about it. Um, You know, having just like such a confined space to have to tell a story. Um, And I mean, that's not necessarily something that's going to be like what you would see with a novel where it's going through like the course of somebody's life. I mean, it could span years. Um, Flash fiction more is like in that moment Mm -hmm. almost um I mean it can span time but usually there's like just a twist of um just like discovery that just creates this like big impact and kind of leaves you feeling full of emotions um and I just I've always gravitated towards that um but I do also 
Um, I do also have a novel that I'm working on as well, um, but I'm also still figuring out how to kind of incorporate some of that flash element um, to it in a way. How does the flash fiction versus novel writing process differ for you? Obviously, there's the construct of the flash fiction and the elongated or however long you'd want the novel to be. Is there a certain creative process that your mind goes through for each one separately? or? Oh, yeah, certainly. So with flash fiction... I would say it's like it's satisfying because you could write a draft of a flash story in a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so it's so short. It's under a thousand words. Like I think you know, if anybody put their mind to it, they could write a you know like a thousand words in a day. Um, and so there's this element of kind of like having that like whole discovery and like figuring out the story like in such like a brief span of time. Whereas with the novel. It's, I have, you know, it started just with the idea and then, you know, immediately everything's falling into place. Like I'm understanding more of like the character's motives and what they have to go through to kind of get to like this ending that I've got made up in my mind. But at the same time, it's a lot of, you know, it's it's, it's a longer span. It's, you know, at the very least looking at like 50,000 words as opposed to a thousand words. Mm-hmm. So it's figuring out, okay, well, how can all these things happen and what needs to happen in between to get to these moments to have like to have the payoff um that the reader is going to want um and that looks a lot like and this is where i think a lot of like my just like love for flash is coming in where i'm just i just think very much in scenes so not mm-hmm. even necessarily like a chapter where, you know, you're going through and, you know, I feel like a traditional chapter will have, okay, you have your protagonist or whichever perspective that you're getting the story from. And they're taking you through this, you know, multiple scenes, you're in their head, all of this. Um, With my novel, I'm like, okay, cool. Here's a scene, but then here's going to be like some, you know, maybe some text messages and Mm -hmm. here's, Um, you know, like a list of things that like the protagonist is thinking or, you know, here's like another scene. And so it's very more, um, brief and not necessarily as, um, traditionally like, um, like not, I guess not like the, a traditional trajectory. It's kind of going back and forth into these moments, um, you know, some flashbacks just, but very quickly. So there's not that, um, there's not like that pan that you would get like with like, I think, like, what I would consider a traditional chapter, at least. Mm -hmm. Do you find doing these flash fiction keeps you in the practice of writing? Definitely, yeah. I think that it's, it's, it's so easy to just come up with, like, you know, well, I shouldn't say easy, but I think that there's ways to kind of, like, get into the exercise of writing. And I think that flash is a really great way, Um, you know, even for people who, are new to it or who are not traditionally writing flash. I think that, you know, just like, um, you know, in this room here, I'm seeing a lot of guitars hanging. Um, and I mean, you could like, that could be an inspiration for something to quickly, you know, start writing and seeing where that goes. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think it just gives you the space to feel like, Oh, cool. Like I have this thing and I can complete this draft. And then that gets me, you know, gets the muscles going again for writing. And I definitely think that could work. Where do you find your inspirations to write? 
everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I feel like that sounds so cliche, Mm-mm. but, um, like, it just, it truly, it could be anything. I mean, I could, somebody could say a phrase and it just, like, clicks for me in a way that, something, you know, just happens and I'm like, oh, that's a story. Or um, it could just be seeing something. It could be reading another piece or reading a couple different pieces and kind of finding some of the similarities and having that kind of um, like braid into something that like, like that makes a story, um, that makes an idea um, come to life for me. Um, So it really could just be anything, Um, you know, like walking in nature. I think, um, that's like a big one just to kind of like clear your head and to just like have the space to think. I think that a lot of times opens up ideas. Was it hard um, to start getting into the practice and into actually writing for you? Um, Or were there other people around you doing the same thing? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think it, um, depending, now I would say there's, you know, I have a great writing community um, that I've I've um, built um, and it wasn't always that way. You know, I think it can be very discouraging when you are getting into writing and you are, you know, it's because, because writing can be very solitary because mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you have to write a story, you have to get it out. Um, it's not really necessarily like a group project type of thing. Um, so it can be very solitary, very um, lonely if you don't find a community of other like creatives or writers who understand what you're trying to do and what you're going through with that. Um, so I was very fortunate enough that, let's see, I believe it was 2021, um, I was in this Facebook group um, for, I was considering getting an MFA program in creative writing. Um, and that was something I was very serious about at the time. Um, so the MFA Facebook draft group, um, it was for people who were interested in MFAs, um, but it also had people who had completed MFAs who could give pers- perspective candidates advice on mm-hmm. the application cycle. It is, um, if you're looking for like a fully funded program, it is like the percentages are just so slim to get Wait, in. What is an FMA? MFA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a master's in fine arts. Okay, um, and okay. A, a lot of writers do it for cre- um, creative writing. I mean, you could get one in like, you know, creative nonfiction or poetry, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but um, so it... It, it is just a place where I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to find this information to see, you know, do I want to really do this? Like, what would that look like? Um, and then through that group, I met, um, there, was a co- there was a post that was like, hey, it would actually be kind of nice if we could start like a fiction workshop group. So mm. we could, you know, read each other's pieces and figure out like, you know, what could, what could we do to make these pieces stronger that will catch the eyes of the readers who are, you know, reading these applications that include our writing samples. And so through that, I was like, yes, sign me up. Let's do this. <laughs> um, and so I had stumbled into this writing group and it's, you know, we've had some like attrition. There are some new people that have joined, but for the most part, like we have like a really solid writing group. We meet every other week um, online. It's from folks that are all over the nation. Um, and it's just been a really great space to keep me kind of going and dedicated with writing. Um, but like, that's something that, you know, when I was first 
taking writing seriously, I didn't really have that. So it was always kind of me just like writing, feeling like, okay, well, like, how can I feel like I have this community Mm -hmm. because I understand its importance and how that can really like lift you up. Um, And so it was really nice to be able to come into this um, and have this community of writers because I do think that that's um, really important. And so it's something that, you know, we cheer each other on. We're constantly reading each other's um, pieces. Um, With some of the members, uh, we do a craft book club. So any kind of, yeah, so like any kind of like writing book that's like, you know, whether that's like a very specific like grammar book or it's just more like style in general or like, you know, just like writing life kind of things. We, um, you know, we read about it and we're like furthering our craft. Um, We also, a few of my members... Um, the members of our um, workshop, we have a newsletter that we write together. Mm-hmm. What's the newsletter? Yeah, it's called The Kernel. Um, it's a Substack newsletter. Um, I think everybody at this point has a Substack, but um, yeah, so it's The Kernel. Um, we do kernels of like inspiration, information, and insight for writers by writers. Um, we were really just strengthening like our writing community, um, you know, just with us. And we created this ecosystem that we were like, this would just be like this would have been so helpful to like us when we were starting out, you mm-hmm. know. So we really wanted to like open up that conversation with other writers um and to have the space to be like, cool, like let's talk about plot. Let's talk about a writing community. Let's yeah. talk about, you know, like rereading your favorite book. Um, you know, things that like are important, like, but like not necessarily like, you know, like what you're reading about or like, you know, getting um if you're not really, like, immersed in, like, you know, writing. Um, So, yeah. Other than trying to find your tribe and your writing community, what kind of shortcomings or struggles have you faced that made you grow as a writer? It's not instant gratification. (laughs) Yes, yes. And in today's age, it's kind of hard not to have that and not to fall short or discouraged because you don't get that instant gratification. I understand. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's something that it's like when you're a writer um, and you're constantly putting yourself out there. So for me, that's looking like, you know, um, submitting flash fiction stories to lit magazines. Um, so the most of these are just online literary magazines that, um, you know, I enjoy the stories that they put out, um, you know, ones that I would, would love to have my work in. Um, it's There's a lot of rejections that come with that. And so mm-hmm. I think that's something that is, um, you know, hard to t- can be hard to take in. It's something where like you, you know, I personally had to learn how to build like a thicker skin yeah um yeah. because it's like on the one hand like you know writers and like any creative it's like oh you have to pour your heart out like you have to be super vulnerable mm-hmm. to like write these stories and then you go and you submit and you're like wow this is still my very vulnerable self yeah, being rejected yeah. now <laughs> it's like a breakup like you're just like oh no we, i don't want you yeah yeah, yeah. but i always find rejection if rejection happens then it's redirection to something different. And I take that usually with understanding, okay, maybe this wasn't the time for me. Maybe it's yes. there, there'll be more stuff or maybe I should just reread and improve that way or reflect and improve. I'm not necessarily a writer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's perfect advice though. Um, I think that's something that 
um, for me, like, I'm just naturally a very impatient person. So Mm -hmm. I think, like, writing has just, like, taught me to be very patient um, because it's, you know, because it's something that I know I'm in it for the long haul. Like, this isn't just something that I, you know, um, I think, like, a lot of, like, people just think, like, oh, you can write a novel and then it'll get sold and then it'll turn into a movie and you're set for life. And like I find that to be (laughs) not, not the case. Yes, but, like, I do think there are some folks out there that, like, just think, like, oh, yeah, like, it's, you know, like, you can just write a novel. And it's, Mm -hmm. like... It's actually, you know, a whole process, and most writers who have published novels are never going to experience that level of, like, fame and fortune. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that, you know, just taking, you know, the rejections and, like, learning, like you said, the redirection. I always, like, if I have a piece that's rejected, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take another look at it. Um, Was there anything that I could improve with the story? Um, You know, is the dialogue working? Is... um, the character's motive clear when it needs to be. Um, you know, just things like that to be like, okay, well, if this piece got rejected, how can I make this better? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes it is just, you know, it's the wrong piece for the wrong, jur- or, you know, for the journal. Um, yeah. And it's not that um, it was bad, but necess- but maybe it just wasn't the style that the journal's looking for. Um, you know, everything is so subjective. And so that's something else to remember. But um, I really do think it's just taking everything and like just like you said, redirecting, thinking, okay, well, how can I what can I do now to kind of improve on my craft? What can I um, you know, like whether it is editing the story or maybe it's, you know, sometimes it's just like that was a nice little exercise. And Mm -hmm. now maybe this, you know, this, maybe it's accrued enough rejections where you're like, maybe that was just an exercise or a character sketch and not necessarily a story. And that's just something to kind of file away. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's how you grow, but yeah. How do you find your writing style to be like? Okay. So I, I feel like my writing friends would easily be able to tell me what my writing style is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like a little harder for me to describe. Um, I will say like what I look for in writing, like writing that like really just like sings for me um, is like voicey pieces, um, pieces that have like really beautiful poetic sentences, um, pieces that just really like understand like human emotions and kind of get into like the character's mind space and kind of like have that really like huge emotional impact. Um, uh, so those are things that I really like enjoy with writers um, in pieces that I've read um, with my own work. I would say I aspire. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm hitting everything yet that I want to. But mm-hmm. again, I think that that's you know, it's part of the journey. You know, yeah, it comes it, with time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just like knowing like that. You know, I you know I'm 33 right now. I'm like in 10 years. Oh my gosh! Like, what kind of writer am I going to mm-hmm. be? You know, I might look back at the stuff I'm working on right now and be like, wow, I was a completely different person. But I think that's just, you know, kind of like the fun of it too, is yeah. that, you know, you're always growing. Yeah. Just like humans too. Like we, we just grow and move on and we evolve with things. And I think it's awesome to do those small flashes because it goes through those, again, practice 
of writing yeah. and it'll help you with what what to come in the long run. What's your favorite accomplishment that you've achieved so far? Yeah. Um so I Reese, I actually just got an acceptance for a story um, from a lit mag that I'm like super, super excited about. Congratulations. Um, yes, thank you. Um, I've had like a couple of my pieces in like smaller lit mags, um, but this was definitely one that, you know, has been on my radar um, and that really, I, I really, really enjoy the stories that come from it. Um, I don't really want to say what it is yet because mm-hmm. it's not like official. It's not out yet. Sure thing. But I did get that email earlier this week, which was really cool. Um, but like besides that, cause I feel like that's also like a very external thing. And like, mm-hmm. that's something that, well, it can feel like validating, you know, to get that external, like, oh, cool. We like your story and we want to publish it. And, um, you know, that can, you know, that can feel nice, but like at the same time, like it's so fleeting, like you just, it, mm-hmm. you, you, you don't know, you know, like it comes, it goes, it, you know, it's very fickle. You don't know when you're going to get like another acceptance. Um, so I think like in terms of like really grounding myself in like my practice like I would say like an important like an important accomplishment um is not necessarily like one that is like an award like that but mm-hmm. more just like the community that I've created with my yeah. friends like yeah. we really do just like have each other's backs and like you know we're there for each other when we're like oh yeah I got rejected again <laughs> and you know um or we're just like sharing like different you know um, like stories or like craft articles that we find interesting, um, you know, really just encouraging each other. Um, so I just am very like thankful for that community. And I think like that's like a really great accomplishment because I know how hard it can be to find a writing community that you feel like you, um, you know, that that gets you and like the work that you're doing. Yeah. And um you know, understands like what what it takes to be a writer. Um, so yeah, how's it like being an official and leading bookseller and bringing different authors to the community? Yes, um, so that's really exciting. Um, I obviously, as a writer, I love reading. Mm-hmm. It's you know part of the aspect. So I feel like being a lead bookseller is just like an extension of you know everything that I'm doing like I feel like my like life kind of just like clicks into place with like everything is like very much like creativity and writing oriented um so being a lead bookseller um it's just really awesome to be able to talk to customers to be able to give them like recommendations to um to just be around people who Mm -hmm. like get books and really like books (laughs) yeah that's really fun Um, but yeah, one of my, um, one of the aspects of my job as a lead bookseller is pitching events Mm -hmm. for the area. So that's been really cool because it's like utilizing my writing skills in a different way, um, than the fiction that I'm working on. So, um, I will go through, um, like there's, you know, specific processes to this, but essentially I will write a pitch if there's an author that is, has a new book coming out that I'm like, yes, the Frederick community would love this author. They would love to have them come here. Um, I pitch and be like, hey, this is like why this author should come here. We'll, we would do X, Y, Z if they got here, um, you know, and just more like logistical things. Um, but that's been like really cool. Like we have an event tonight 
with Ruth Ware, mm-hmm. um, who is a thriller writer um, and is a big deal. Um, and so that was like one that I had pitched and, and we got. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. And then just earlier this week, we had Lisa C., um, and again, like we just had like a really great turnout for that, uh, event and, um, it's just like really cool to be able to help be a part of bringing, um, authors to the Frederick community, um, because we do have a lot of avid readers here. I like how I, before this, um, before our talk, I says say, I should say, I thought of writing as something that it is more a solo act and to hear you bring in different people, whether they are writers, whether they're readers, whether they're just within the community itself. I love the way that you're bringing more awareness to the community that there is and could be. I think that's awesome to bring in. Uh, Where can people find you uh, online or where could they find your, your what to read from you? Yeah, of course. Um, so the newsletter that I do with my friends, um, that is The Colonel. Um, so if you go to thekernel.substack.com, um, that's where we are. Um, and like I said, uh, it's writing. Um, it's for writers, by writers. Uh, we do weekly essays every Monday. Um, I also am on Instagram um, at Shelby underscore Newsome. So that's S-H-E-L-B-Y underscore N as in Nancy, E-W-S-O-M as in Mary E. Um, and my website is shelbynewsome.com. Awesome. Thank you, Shelby, for coming in. Yes, thank you it so much wonderful. for having me. <laughs> my pleasure. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Why Arts Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Volante. Shout out to the producer, Robin Smith, director, Anthony Brock, and the YMCA for providing us with this platform. Have a great week and peace. Peace.